This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The edge of the box is Madden. Madden trying to manufacture the shot. Gets it away. Yeah! Yeah! Oh my word! What a goal from Paddy Madden. The Irishman strikes again. And is that the goal that's going to send Stockport County back into the Football League? I spent like 10 minutes cleaning dried blood off my podcast equipment. No, no, I'm not more stable, neither is he quick. I'm sure Joey Barton will be saying the same thing in about six weeks anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the dying embers of series nine of the Scarf Bagara War, the weekly show where you can get a regular dose of county news, views, and opinions. We weren't going to do a pod this week, what with us being busy tomorrow night, more on that shortly. But after a weekend result, the like of which none of us have ever seen the like of which, we thought we might have a thing or eight to discuss. So we've got a rejigged lineup this week. You know how it is, you get to this part of the season and rotation's necessary, isn't it? So, three-pronged strike force in the hope of, hopefully we can get a couple of early goals and then win the game early on. And it doesn't matter if I pick up another knot later on. That was oh, we'll get on we'll get onto that later. We'll have a good laugh at that. Joining me anyway, it's Waggy. Hello, mate. You all right? I'm feeling great. George, I, I was I was hoping that I was I, I wondered who was going to get in there first. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had I had about eight of them. Like, I literally had eight different eight references to get in. <laughs> so is, it, is that one of them, or is there is there still is there still eight that you can just oh, like, that, you know, that, that, get them in? I spent Sunday morning trying to work out how to use Photoshop so I could do like a Frosty's box with uh, Madden <laughs> on it. But as, as you'll see from our social socials, that that didn't get done. <laughs> I need to start outsourcing it. And joining us as well it is a longtime friend of the show and podcaster Hannah Brown. Hello, Hannah. Hello. I got in there really early on Sunday when I delivered three boxes of After Eights to Sir Steve Bellis for distribution (laughs) in the general vicinity of the club. Love that. Love that. Yeah. I I do do like After Eights as well. I know. The pinnacle of the Christmas chocolate for me. 
Yeah, well, he told me, like, there was a very... At first, I wasn't sure whether he got it. And Charlotte said to me afterwards, she's like, do you think he got him up? And I'm like, I think... I, I, I'm fairly sure. But he told us this long story about after eights and the the Indian that they go to and all of this. But, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> but... you see, you'd hope so. That's the best... That's I would say, no, that'd be a stupid thing to say. I was going to say that's the best thing about... Um, Having an Indian is getting the after eights after, but it's 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 really not. It's a it's an absolute lie. But before we crack on talking about just uh, you know, I did I had one of them, I'd had a few drinks on Saturday and I had that moment at half time. You know when you, you know when you think of a joke that's not even funny and you just have to go around and say it to everyone. So I was just going up to people I knew going, if someone aren't careful, they might lose this. <laughs> and it, it was it wasn't funny the first time it wasn't funny the second it wasn't funny when i tweeted it it was so unfunny that george from Notts county talk has just left so I've got another another that's the first thing for you <laughs> yeah yeah i mean they don't normally come to watch me do jokes <laughs> and stuff like that so when, when they actually it, just that 15 minutes before half time, there were there were no goals. It was it all felt a little bit like, oh, is that it? It and was then, really boring, and it got it got to the stage as well. Like everyone around me was like talking about like planning the Christmas dinners and stuff. People were like, well, kids don't like sprouts. <laughs> kids don't like sprouts, but God, oh, sprouts! It's Christmas. Anyway, <laughs> talking of Christmas, we've got a big festive fixture. Well, the start of the festive fixtures starts on Friday night. And joining us to discuss it, it is George from Notts County Talk. So let's get him out. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers. Thank you. So he's like, Russ is still there. Hello, George. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, lovely stuff. Not too bad. I mean... If, if if you asked how we were, and then after an eight 0 win, we kind of gone, yeah, yeah, and then that'd, that'd be weird. But before before we get on to Knox, then what what's what's the what's the thoughts amongst the Knox when when you see that your next opponents have just banged in eight? What's mm. the what's the general feeling there? Um, we're obviously, to be honest, I'm not going to be around the bush. We're we're kind of terrified, to be fair. Um, d- defensively, we're, we're looking quite frail. Uh, like our defense isn't. You know, it hasn't been fantastic for, you know, the majority of the season, really, with the amount of goals that we've conceded. Um, but we're seeing a few goalkeeping errors coming in now as well to just sort of pile on on top of the issues that we do have. So, <clears throat> obviously, b- before that game, it was looking like you guys was on quite a bad run as well, s- sort of similar to, to our bad run. Um, but obviously, then after seeing that result, uh, and I've just watched the highlights about half an hour before coming on to this, and Paddy Madden w- was, was incredible. Uh, obviously, gets his hat-trick as well. Um, but he, he was playing a little bit deeper than what I think we've, we've, we saw him when he was in the National League. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to, to put it lightly, I'd say we're not looking forward to, to it, to be honest. So, early pace setters, though, you were. Um, still still up there, despite some indifferent form recently. What's what's the general feeling amongst the not fans? Um, I think it, it's always difficult because... You know, Notts fans are used to sort of, you know, bad times and stuff like that. But under these owners, this has probably been the worst time, like in terms of um, losses uh, in so many games. I think we've had like six or seven losses in our last 10 games. Um, so like under current ownership, that is sort of unheard of. 
um, especially under Williams, because he's so well regarded, as, as I'm sure you can imagine, with Knott's fans. Um, it's sort of, you know, this is where the true test comes in to see how we can deal with um, the bad times. Because obviously when it's good, it's great and everyone's confidence is flying. But when confidence is hit like it is now, um, it'll be interesting to see if he can sort of get those players that are in a bit of a rot out of that rot. Um, and yeah, the impact that you can have really when, when things aren't going your way. Do you think that's down to your injuries? Because you've got quite a few injuries again, haven't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Is it down to that or is it, is it down to that and mistakes? Um, as the, have the goals dried up for you? Because they say, to me, it seemed as if you would, you were sort of one of them teams that if you score four, we'll score five. That's that's the way it seemed to me that yeah. you were playing certainly early on in the season. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, look, we, we've got quite a lot of injuries um, and I, I don't really like to make that excuse because looking up, looking up the table and down the table, there's loads of teams. Like there seems to be a, a massive amount of injuries for every club at the minute. Like we yeah. played Crew, and I'm sure they had more injuries than we did, and, and you know they did a, a job on us. Um, so without a doubt, it is a problem. And, and Matty Palmer, which you know since we've signed him, he's been incredible. He's like a central midfielder, but he just really controls the play uh, and the tempo of the game uh, with the ball. So we're missing him massively. Um, and I don't think we we reinforced our backline as much as we should have uh, over the summer because um, we've got so many good attacking players like Jody Jones. I'm, I'm not sure if you've seen, but his free kick from uh, from our last game, incredible finish, and he he is the shining star. You know, we're having a bad game, and everyone seems to be having a bad game. Anything that we get seems to be coming from him. Um, but yeah, like looking at the picture, we've got McGoldrick. Uh, we've got Dan Crowley, we've got Langstaff, all of these players that can change the game in an instant. Um, but we're just lacking in the, in the midfield and the defence that can't really build through to them. And, I, and I'm sure they're getting frustrated with it, but it's just the way it is at the moment, unfortunately. On Saturday, there was a lot of passing back to Stone. So you had like 66% of the session, but a, a lot of that was those back passes. Something that's come under a lot of criticism since. Is Luke Williams kind of stubborn in his kind of uh i don't know reluctance to to, to kind of force change or is that mm. something that we'd expect to see less of on friday to be honest with you I, i'm we're not really sure because obviously last season it worked so well mm. um obviously we broke so many records last season and we came second um this the start of the season it started well it just felt like there's a few minor tweaks to happen and then obviously we get the injuries and the, the goalkeeper signing didn't go, I think, the way that they wanted it to. Um, I think he's probably reluctant to change it because of how well it has worked to him. Yeah. And he probably just feels like it, it's just a matter of something tweaking or something slightly changing, then it's going to start working. But it ha- for me, it's got to a point now where something does have to change. Um, <clears throat> and I think it, it is hard to sort of pinpoint it if it's like a shape change or, you know, if a certain player shouldn't be playing or, or that sort of stuff. But I think, for me, it's confidence. I think the keepers, look, both of our keepers have got an error in them. We, we've conceded goals from very basic errors from our keepers this season. Um, and I think that's sort of, it's, it's your starting line as your team, isn't it? Your goalkeeper. So, and the way we play, we need your keeper to be solid. We need him to be good at passing. We need him to be good playing out of the back. So that then goes forward. Obviously, the, the defence are probably second-guessing if the keeper's going to make a mistake or not. And I, to be honest, I think that is the problem. Um, so to, to, to sort of answer your question, it's, it's, it's difficult to answer. I'd say he's being a little bit stubborn. 
but we did see a bit of a shape change in our last game. I think he, he put four at the back and it did start mm-hmm. to work a little bit better. But, you know, he is known to do that within a game. If he thinks that the tactics need to be changed and a player needs to be bought off or that, you know, we need to go four at the back or change the midfield, he will do that. But it mm-hmm. tends to be in the game. We, we normally start sort of the 3 5 2 that we've started most of the time under Williams. It's, it's interesting that he's. Because obviously, him and our manager, Dave Challoner, have both both achieved similar things in the last couple of mm-hmm. years. I revolutionised a club's way of playing and got them back to the Football League. And it's, it seems Williams gets uh, gets linked to a lot more jobs than Challoner seems to. I think it's by virtue of like being bald with a beard. So you better be careful, Waggy, because you, you'll be uh, <laughs> you'll be getting the job soon. Actually, yeah, I've got I've got I've got something to tell you about. Uh... <laughs> yeah, don't go Plymouth, mate. You're better than that. Um... <laughs> you better notice. I don't lose any more too money tonight. Too far to travel. I've refused it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't blame me. Don't blame you. So how how is how does that feel as a fan base when you are senior manager getting getting linked with the type of jobs where you think, well, maybe you could go here? You know, when you finally got this consistency, you're a club that's been through the mill like ourselves. How is that for you? It's not very nice, to be honest. <laughs> um, it's sort of you always think the grass is greener. Like it's great when we're playing well and we've got a really nice brand yeah. of football and we've got some really good staff at the club. Um but we've seen it with sort of there's one or two staff getting picked off here and there um, and then moving up uh, in the pyramid. One or two have moved abroad as well into sort of like one of our, our set-piece coach. I think he's uh, like the set-piece coach at Sampdoria now in, in Italy, which is um, quite an achievement really to go from sort of, because it was when we were in the National League as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it sort of comes with the territory, doesn't it, of of performing the way he, he did last season and it, like our, our rivalry with Wrexham was so well televised and obviously our game against Wrexham was like the most viewed non-league game in history or something like that. Um, so there's obviously big headlines around him. Um, but I, I, to be honest, I, I was sort of thinking, I, I'm, I'm sure you were edging on that point of why, because Challenger doesn't really seem to get linked with these jobs, does he? And I think what is achieved is you know, as good, as good as any, really, from the positions that he's been in. But, yeah, it, it's not enjoyable. He's, he's linked to the Swansea job at the moment. And, obviously, mm. he has a bit of history at Swansea. Yeah, um, so he's in favour at the minute for the Swansea job. Yeah, mm. but, he, I mean, it's happened before. It happened with Oxford, Oxford. Uh, about a month ago. And he, he was mm. favourite and people were writing, you know, journalists were writing things about him. And he, he came out in yeah. the press and said, genuinely, I wasn't even approached. The only thing that happened mm. was, I think, Ruben Rodriguez, our, our like, former playmaker, yeah, he plays for Oxford now. I was interviewed after the game, uh, and he sort of said, "Have you got a favourite that you, you have in mind?" And he said Luke Williams, and I think that obviously creates that online, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, at I this moment in time, with the, with the Swansea rumor, I, I'm not really getting behind it because of how mm. much I, I like. I genuinely believe he'd gone to Oxford at one point. Um, so now I feel like I've probably learnt my lesson a little bit and. I think he's in it for the long haul. I'd like to think he is, but I mean, championship move is a championship move. Yeah, I think Swansea's a much bigger move, isn't it, than Oxford, to be fair. And as you say, if he's got a bit of history there, Mm. might be hard. Mm. might be hard to keep him, but as you say, you never know. Mm. Absolutely. You've just just signed... Oh, go on. No, all right. Um, You've just signed Lewis McCarry, Mm -hmm. um, obviously uh, kind of alone due up in January, and and then he's like, till 26, 27, when I saw that, I was like, 
bloody hell it like 20 2026 27 i mean it's not it's three years but it feels mm. like you know, I mean, but by, by, by 27 on my football manager, he was in the Premier League with County Lewis McCarry was so well, not a, get a bloody move on. Yeah, yeah he's, he's still there warming my bench. Don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any other kind of rumours doing like we're into getting towards silly transfer rumour season? So it's always fun to. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's one or two, but I, I tell you, these owners, I think, other than McGoldrick, it's been almost impossible to. To say, no, no rumors have really come true of them with Goldrick, to be honest, because um, they're so I don't know, sort of left field, really. A lot, a lot of the signings that we do make are sort of up and coming players. It's like Macari, like for me, Macari is the best defender at the club. I, I'll be honest, I think he is the best defender at the club. Um, he's got that touch of brilliance in him as well. I don't know if you saw, saw his goal, which ended up winning the game against Gillingham, where it's sort of outside of the box strike. Um, to have a to have a centre back that can do that is is fantastic. Um, but to be honest, I, I'm sort of hoping um, we bring a keeper in, a solid keeper, sort of maybe sort of late 20s that's got a little bit behind him um, and can play our way. Because I think that would do the, the whole squad a world of good to just have that mm. solid fixture in goal. Um, I mean, Belshaw was sort of flung about, but he's gone to Harrogate now because his loan expired, didn't it, at Forest Green? Mm. Um, and so he's gone back to Harrogate now, but he is actually a Knotts fan. Uh, Belshaw, but um, yeah, for me that would be the the go to. I think we need a goalkeeper. On to Friday night, then. How can we expect you to be setting up? Do we, do we think it's still going to be the three at the back? Because we did the same thing. We kind of persevered with the three at the back that had given us so much success over the last couple of years, and then ditched it more by accident rather than design. It was down to injuries, and then we switched to a diamond midfield, and that's. Where the good forms come from, but we we seem to be flitting between the two now, depending on the situation. What what are we expecting? Do you know what I, I was thinking this earlier? I I think it's it's quite hard to predict what's going to happen on Friday because Williams isn't. I don't think he's going to take these results and performances, you know, sleeping. I think he's going to act upon them. Um, I think I, I think I'd like to see him change it just to sort of just show that he's not scared to change it and try new things. Um, because it, I mean it, it's great because to be fair to him when he does make tactical changes quite a lot of the time they are effective um, but I think if he was to sort of change it from the outset I would like to see that but again it, it's difficult to sort of line up um, where Have you got the players up. to change your system then? Or would you use the same players in different positions? Yeah I think that's that's one of the, the things that we, we do have a few players that can play in a few different positions right. like if you were to change to like um, a four at the back I think some of our centre-backs could probably fill in at left and right back. Uh, and then the sort of wing-backs are using at the minute, like Jody Jones uh, and the man could probably play like wingers or, or right and left mids if needed. So, yeah, I, I do think as much as the injuries we have, we could definitely change it. Um, but, I mean, for the sake of that's the way we've lined up for the last season and nearly a half, I'd, I'd say it's three at the back, three, five, two. Before we before we let you go, I know you've just said you don't like to make predictions, but we ask everyone on here, <laughs> which way do you see it going Friday night? Are you are you are you coming as well? Are you coming up? I, I'm going away on Friday. I'm going away for Christmas, so unfortunately, oh, really? I think I think Tom might be though from the channel. So um, yeah, no, unfortunately not. But I'll I probably end up watching it. I'll probably end up watching it if I'm not in the uh, in the airport with a delay. Um, which way do I see it going? 
Oh, man. I, I hate to predict a loss for Knots, <laughs> but I can just see it coming. I, I can. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 2-1 to, to you guys. I think we'll score, but I, I think, I'm the I, I think we're, <laughs> we're going to struggle. I mean, it, it we, 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 we got, we've got used to games being out of sight by half time now. We, we can't be doing with this. There's no victory. Do you think if we if we if we take an early lead, do you think your heads will drop, or do you think do you do you definitely think there's a, there's a confidence sort of not really there that we get an early goal, then you know you you your heads will drop and potentially that we're going to score a few more. Yeah, I think that definitely. It has the potential to happen for sure. I think against uh, Warsaw, some of the body language was was very obscure. Like it's not something that we've seen for you know a few seasons really. Um, players really at each other, uh, arguing on the pitch, which like I said, oh, not right. for a long time. Nothing, nothing major, but you can see they're at each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, an early goal could could really unsettle us and and, and knock the confidence and. Look, I know, I know you beat sort of eight nil, but you, you think you hit the, the the woodwork about three or four times in that game. It could really have been double figures. So if we if we can weather the storm to just you know one or two goals, I think we'd have had a good night. To be honest with you, <laughs> I want a miserable nil nil. George, Sutton were dreadful. I mean, oh, yeah. not not to take away from our you know eight goal scoring price, but yeah, they were. Mm. Not great. They're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. Right, thank you so much for your time, George. We'll let you go. Uh, enjoy your holiday and all the best yeah. for Christmas, mate. And we will catch up again with you in a month's time for the return yeah, fixture. Sure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Nice Cheers. one. Cheers, pal. Bye bye. There we go. Pessimism reigns at Meadow Lane. That rhymes. I'm a poet, I didn't know it. Good. Well, before we'll, we'll get back on to knots shortly, uh, I'd imagine, along with the other fi uh, festive fixtures, because we're gonna we're gonna discuss how many points we think we're gonna get or we think will do us from the four. But before we do, we might as well revisit that. I mean no was it nineteen thirty four? That's the most we scored in the game since nineteen thirty four, was it? Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So so no it's one alive nice. will have seen that many. Yeah. And there was something to do in 1966 as well. I can't remember what that one was. And I decided that that oh, was a really good day. table at Christmas. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. 1966, um, the last time we was top of the table at Christmas. So there hasn't been a, 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 a scoreline in League Two with an eight goal deficit since 1998 when Barnet lost 9-1 to Peterborough. And at that point, I'd gone through 25 years of League Two records and I just stopped looking because I was like, oh, should I look for a clean sheet? And I just couldn't be off. So, yeah. You've got a lot of time in your hands to go through 25 years with <laughs> It's commitment to the cause, but I'm glad I've got two podcasts use out of it now. So, <laughs> You'll be able to get another one out of it, hopefully. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, as, as soon as the game was over, I pretty much ran out of Edgeley Park because I wanted to get home as quick as I could, you know, to see the uh, Vidi printer, to see if it had the <laughs> eight in brackets. You know, the eight, eight. 
That was, I, I ran home like Charlie Bucket. It was ridiculous. It's like, oh, God. So I, I knew it would do. I knew it would. Like The best yeah, ones are eight cool. and then the four in brackets. Like, how, you never see that. Like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, because I, I was sat with uh, I was sat with Rob, Rob McCloy, friend of the show. Thank you, Hannah. And he, <laughs> we said to he said to each other just before the game, it's like get an early goal. And because obviously there was a bit of tension off the back of Wednesday, we wondered what sort of reaction we're going to get. And then pretty much as soon as he said, right, let's get an early goal, bang, we got it. And then you th- and it, and a very unlikely source. As well, Waggy. It was Ryan Crowsdale, not only Ryan Crowsdale opening the scoring, but Ryan Crowsdale being on a hat trick twenty odd minutes in was just—it yeah. was like some weird fever dream. We but it was lovely seeing him more on the left and kind of pushing forward. We've not seen that for ages. But well, I don't think we've seen yeah. it. And he's basically been a defensive midfielder for every game that I've seen him play for us. So as we said, we, we sort of discussed it on club call saying he's he's obviously played there before. And as he played there under Challoner before, so it just seemed. And Challoner did a really good like his post match saying that you know, Crowsdale does what he does when he sits in that defensive midfielder position, but they felt they needed a bit more of like a, a quarterback with Campsy that could still tackle. But we wanted to get the ball out, and we we used Crowsdale differently, almost like as you say, a left winger. Yeah. And it was like after twenty minutes, it was like. Who's this new striker we've we've yeah. we've, we've signed? It yeah. was just absolutely it was not only not only did he score, it was a it was a header as well. He leapt the highest in the box. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was just absolutely I, I had to keep rubbing my eyes at points in that first particularly in the first half. I was just like, what am I seeing here? Have I entered some like power? Did that bump on the head last week like do something to me? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, I've died. You're going to wake up in a minute, and we've lost three 0 <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I passed away during the uh, during the six hour wait at Stepping Hill. <laughs> just, this, this was the result of it. Um, nice little stat there from Philbin. Actually, uh, the thirteen nil against Halifax. It was only two nil at half time, which just makes me think of like the Halifax manager being like, "Right, lads, that's it. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Early doors, second half, lads." And then just, <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was just, we just seemed to score. We seemed to score all the types of goals. I just they were they were awful on, uh, They were genuinely really. Never mind yeah. Forest. I think uh, Steve Rusk needs to go there as set piece coach because that was just some of the most most. And I mean, their heads didn't. It's not even like. It's not even like they we scored and their heads dropped. They just yeah. looked defeated from minute one. I've, yeah. I've said it a couple of times in like the recent last couple of years, where I'll say I'll say a team is the worst team I've seen at Edgeley Park in years. But I genuinely mean it this time. They mm-hmm. were, and apparently their manager after the game was just sat in the Cheaterland, sat in an empty Cheaterland with his head in his hands. We've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well. There'll be the he was he was sacked this morning, wasn't he? So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah he was the seventh was long, to be honest. Well, seventh longest serving manager in the '92. He had so much goodwill, and we were talking about it on um, on the Looks Media podcast last night. Uh, that you know, like when was that goodwill going to run out? And obviously, twelve hours later, <laughs> it, it, it's gone. Um, but yeah, I think the the fans are 
quite sorry to see him go. And 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 interestingly, have said you know if if they had gone down, he would be the right person to bring them back up. But obviously, it's you know it's a, a more short termism. Uh, strategy than that but the supercomputer does not have Sutton to go down it's got I think Tranmere and Colchester you've just said the word supercomputer and now I've, I'm really hoping my monitor comes down and hits me in the face again <laughs> <laughs> come on hit me hit me hit me god yeah supercomputer and boffins are the two words that that boil mm -hmm. my piss when it comes to football predictions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not, and supercomputer conjures up images of like NASA and stuff like that when it's not. It's just, it's I just mean, the supercomputer is wrong. Like, I will go on record and say it's, there's no way that Barrow are going to finish where they are. I think Bradford would be extremely lucky. I, I genuinely think the supercomputer is is not right at the moment doesn't but it have think... uh doesn't it have Tranmere bottom as well i think it has Tranmere yeah, winning like one more game all season yeah Tranmere finishing on 31 points <laughs> that's that's no chance and they you know they've only lost one under adkins since he was um made permanent so it's it seems and that was walsall who were you know shit healthy team so but... yeah Talking of Nigel Adkins, I, I found out, well, first I found out that um, Nuno Espirito Santo used to be a goalkeeper, which already blew my mind. And then my friend Emma informed me that Nigel Adkins was a goalkeeper. And I always thought he seemed really short and he wears glasses. Like, surely. But yeah, that, that's genuinely blew my mind that Nigel Adkins was a goalkeeper. Just... I don't know. As if my mind hadn't been been blown blown enough by by Sandal. <laughs> but, but yeah, pretty much everything we would have wanted before the game. So a Paddy hat trick, a goal for Kyle Wotton after mm -hmm. after uh, probably a poor run of form by his standards. Yeah, Panto back back amongst the goals and rested a fair bit as well. Um, yeah. Torre looking That's very good down left and a, a man of the match contender. If it wasn't for mm -hmm. the fifty two players who scored. Uh, Kyle yeah. Noyle coming in obviously finding out that Salem Hales is out for two or three months is a blow but to have Kyle Noyle yeah. coming in and hitting form like that uh, clean sheet Jaden Richardson with a good cameo when he came on uh, just a goal what, for Cottrell for? First I got a goal for Cottrell yeah yeah, yeah. Sh shades of uh, shades of proud lock against Wickham with that one but with a better pitch mm. um, but yeah, yeah, yeah you we talked about Noyle there on and where Mac is playing. I thought Odin Bailey, like with camps in the middle and Odin Bailey kind of pushing forward to that right-hand side. It's almost like, like City play with Grealish off. He's on almost the wrong side, if you like, but it, cre yeah. it created so much space and he looks kind of Louis Barry-esque with his first touch and his turns and just having it was almost I don't know I think what we got with Sutton that we haven't we didn't have with Aldershot and Morecambe was was space and they were Morecambe and Aldershot just got everyone behind the ball and it was a really simple strategy and you know, catches on the counter and that's what fully what I expected Sutton to do because yeah. surely it's worked in the last couple of games that's what we'll do lads and you know that wasn't that wasn't the case, and we had that space to to play. Um, but they just didn't was, play to their strengths, did no, they? Because they were massive. 
cold. It yeah. was massive. They were yeah. like four or five of their players, and you was like, yeah. Jesus Christ, look at the size of them. And you thought yeah. they'd have been really physical, as you say, trying to break up the game, getting tackles in, stuff like that. And they just they didn't see they, they didn't know what they wanted yeah. to do. As you say, yeah. they just give us the space. But I was like, as soon as I seen them when they when they lined up, and I was like, Jesus Christ, we're in for a battle here. Exactly. You know, it was yeah. gonna be, you know. Play, play for set pieces, get it up, get all the, like, you know, the big lads up in at the middle of the box and just pepper us and stuff like that. But yeah. as you say, they just, they were, they, were, they were exactly the same as we were against Aldershot. They didn't have an identity. Mm. I didn't know what, I didn't know what the game plan was. I didn't know what mm. they were trying to, how if they were to say if they were trying to, they didn't look as if they were trying to press. They didn't look as if they were trying to play us on the counter-attack. They just didn't have a clue of what to do against us. And as you yeah. say, we that was the reaction that we needed after the Aldershot game. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and considering the game pretty much did have everything, it had everything but a red card. It had a hilarious goalkeeper. <laughs> well, I say a hilarious, it had one obvious hilarious goalkeeping error. But with, oh God, with pretty much most of the goals, I looked at it and thought, oh, keeper could do better there. Oh, that's that's kind of gone under him a bit. But apparently he's he's got a knock, and he's he's still. He's he went still down after the first goal, didn't he? I think he, yeah, he did properly, like head in hands, yeah. and it was like, oh, it's a bit premature, you know. Come on, lads, it'll be <laughs> fine. I mean, it wasn't, but yeah, that's that makes sense. Maybe you've been to a sidekick. <laughs> we we use Fop Mob for some of the stats and stuff when we're doing the courtyard club call. Uh, so obviously everyone's a rating out of ten. So there was only Burn for us that got below seven. Everybody else was like mid seven, you know, seven point five or above and stuff like that. And it's the only time I've ever seen somebody get two point one. Oh shit! And that was their wow. Number. Two point <laughs> one out of ten. I mean, I fair, mean... Complete, completely yeah. fair. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I've never seen. I've seen. I think there was one of their, a couple of their a defender and a midfielder. There has got like four point six or something. But very rare you see anybody below four point five or anything like that. But yeah, they're keepable. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 2.1. And um, we had four plus Charlie in the team of the week, didn't we? Which was yeah. nice yeah. to see. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good for all the people who spend a lot of their Mondays whinging about none of our players being included in the team of the week. Although this yeah. week they can be like, only four, only four of them <laughs> can't win. Where's <laughs> David Richardson? In, in fact, we'll, uh, I was going to go into that more, but I think I've just found my races. 
Right. Before <laughs> before we move on, does anyone have anything else on Saturday's game? No, it was just crazy. And the, the um, injured players laughed, laughed at my little joke. I uh, I, I have a picture taken with Strett and Rydell and Sars. And as I was stepping up to take it, I said, come on, lads, you new target man's here. And they all laughed. They laughed like we were best mates at the suggestion. Oh. I think it was more the suggestion of me playing as a target man. I, I don't think it was just... I don't think it was like, oh, he's tall, that's funny. It's like, imagine him. Imagine him in his glasses. Have you, did, yeah. did you have a couple of beers by that point? Yeah. So, yeah. are you sure? Were they laughing with you? It really happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd had a beer before that. I, I, um, I was one, I was one of the first medicinal. in the courtyard. Yeah, yeah, purely medicinal. I, I was one of the first in the courtyard, which was a very bleak experience. So I, just, I, looked, I, looked, I looked like some desperate alcoholic. I mean, right. Fair enough. Forget everything I've said. Absolutely forget that. Um, right. So we shall move. But before we move on to Friday and the rest of the festive fixtures, a uh, bit of admin. Do we have what do we have admin wise? Yes, this time tomorrow. Well, we'll be, this time tomorrow we'll be well lubricated at Stockport Gin as it's our big. I have to take a breath before I. Uh, I've gone for an intentionally wordy title, and I'm really regretting it because I'm going to have to say it a lot, like while mm. I'm drinking tomorrow night. So it's just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write it down my arm. I think just so I can remember it. It is the big fat quiz of county in 2023. Oh, I just realised you've got Sam Byrne on your team. So unfair advantage there. I didn't pick the teams. I've not picked oh, the teams. No, 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 I, I did. That's the worst thing. We're, we're offsetting it by having me on the same team. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I've just got two two local alcoholics. So I've, I've not got any team members. I'm just going to go down. I'm just going to go into the edge of arms and just drag two people in county <laughs> shirts in. That's uh, that's my plan. But yes, uh, we will. <laughs> you go in the players' game. You'll be able to drag um, uh, Lloyd in. <laughs> He's going yes, in there first. Yes, done. <laughs> So, sorted. But we, we will be there from 7pm tomorrow night. Um, we're in single figures with the number of free tickets that are available. So get in touch prior to then. I'm not I'm not pissing about Wednesday. I don't want to be pissing about Wednesday afternoon with people messaging me going, oh, can I come? I'll be, I'll be putting tinsel up and stuff, probably. I don't know. Should I put some tinsel up? I've got some. Yeah. Is it a, tin is it a tinselly occasion, do you think? Tinsel and fairy lights. Oh, I'm not coming. Or, or Larry fights, as I'll be calling them by about half ten. <laughs> Probably stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, get get in touch uh, on via Facebook or Twitter or even Instagram if you want. I can can check that just in case. Uh, oh, but yeah, we've got a few left. Fair. It'll be seven o'clock onwards, and there's a bar open. What what more can you ask for? That, that's all I. Have. Those were the stipulations when we were organising the event. It's like, well, what about space? Like, what about the setup? I was like, is there a bar? Yes, right. Waggy will come. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's sorted. It's sorted. Right. So, on to. Oh, yeah. Also, an admin, don't forget to like, rate, review, share, subscribe, and do all that because we've got 60 watching right now. And I bet 60 people haven't hit that like button. They never do. They never do. Maybe they just watch it because they hate it. And I'm talking to you, Russ, because I know you're watching as well. 
<laughs> and, and, and I know he's watching, so if he's not fast at like button, oh, it's gone to 59 now. That's him, he's been found out. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm off now. I'm off. Oh, me. Oh. found out, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's, there's no rust because he's got people who, who love him, so that's why I'm just so. If there's another podcast next week that Russ isn't on, then that'll be why because he's got people that love him and he's got, he's got plans, and I, I don't. So I've, I've just got family members who like to what throw monitors this time next week. That's quite depressing. Oh, will we? That's that's as good a time as any to get onto the festive fixtures because I obviously Charlie mentioned the other week about maybe wanting a postponement or two in between now and January, mm. and I, I I thought Barrow would be a prime candidate for that. So I might have a look at the weather report later. But I I, I, the... I could accept Barrow being off their pitch the other week. There were ducks yeah. on it. I don't know whether the ducks were photoshopped on, but I'm going to say not just for the like for the purposes. But it was properly wet. But Bradford was off that day as well. So if we get down and throw some water bombs like over the Dallas West, it'll be fine. Yeah, I don't think I can take two two games being called off. We, we need to have one of them. At some point, early. wouldn't we? It's on it, like, and not having that Gillingham game on the on the sixth is yeah. beneficial yeah, I think as that's well. That's good. That's good, especially Gillingham on a Tuesday night in February, though. That, that, that's one for the well, Egg Brigade, isn't it? My brother's thirtieth though on the twentieth of February, so I feel like I've got a legitimate. Like, I'm really sorry, I can't possibly go to Gillingham. It's my brother's thirtieth. Oh, he's going to say your brother's party then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> That's completely fair, I think. Um, so, Waggy, you first. How how many points do you think we're looking at over the the next four? If if indeed they go ahead, I mean, we'd imagine the home ones will be going ahead. That'd I would, no problem, I would think, I, I would think we'd be getting eight points. Although yeah. I would be happy with six points if that was three points against Barrow and three points against Mansfield. Yeah, because, I, I, I can get on board with that, yeah. Yeah, because I think not, not, I didn't say, I think it's hit and miss with them, whether they're actually going to, you know, if they're going to keep, keep stay in the playoffs, they're not that close to us at the minute, so we can, we can allow some points lost against them. But taking points off Barrow and Mansfield, then that's the that's the biggie for me. I think if we if we get six points against them two, but we lose against Bradford and uh, Notts, I'd, I'd be quite. I won't be happy, but I think that would be an acceptable Christmas period. Um, I think we're going to get ten. Uh, sorry, I think we're going to get eight. So I think we'll beat Notts. I think we'll uh, draw at Barrow. I think we'll probably draw at Bradford, and we'll beat Mansfield at our place. That's exactly the set. Yeah, that, that's the way I think it'll go. Like, I don't think we'll lose any of them. I think I know. We, I know we're not going to be be going out to play for a draw, but I'd, I'd be very happy with draws at Barrow and Bradford as long as we win the other two. How about you, Anna? A little bit less optimistic, <laughs> but I think it's because of my lens of League Two. So I think we. I don't think we'll beat Barrow. They are six wins from six best form in the league Pete Wilde and his fist bumps away from home on Boxing Day I think that's happening 
Um, so I think they, they've got trouble I, as far as us. Well, yeah, but do you know what they do? So <laughs> I, I interviewed Pete Wilde a few weeks ago, and what they do is they go up the night before and they stay in. Um, I think it was a Holiday Inn, and they all like they watch. Uh, they've got a massive darts league going on, like amongst the players, and uh, they all stay together. And then that's like their kind of so. As a team, they're really well. I mean, although saying that, our lads were at the Christmas markets together today, weren't they? Which I thought was quite cute. Yes. But um, yeah, they're like as a team, they're really close because they spend so much time away from home together because their their away game, their home games are away as well. In in kind of from a team bonding point of view, uh, Bradford are three now, uh, three wins in a row seem to have kind of clicked under Alexander um oh I'm I'm taking three on Friday that's where my three is coming from and then my 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 two are a draw at Bradford and a draw at Mansfield I think Mansfield similar form to us recently except we've had a loss and two draws they've had a loss and a draw um and yeah we just never never seem to do well against Mansfield we honestly the away game it felt like we had it in us and then it all just went wrong. Um, but yeah, just, I think it'll be shades of that one all draw. Wasn't that, the, wasn't that, the, last, wasn't that the, the last game we lost before we went on the 12 game unbeaten run Mansfield? Yeah. If that's the case, I'll, t- I'll take, I'll take a loss against Mansfield. Oh no, I'd, I don't think my mental health could take you know you know with all the all the New Year New Me stuff. I don't think my mental health could take like a home defeat on New Year's Day. It just make me feel like twenty twenty four isn't going to be my year. Even though it I'm, might be. I'm up the country though, right? So at October, I decided I couldn't put myself through Grimsby, Tranmere, and Crew, so I went away. We know how that went. So I am taking one again for the team. I'm Love also you. doing. February, which is again Crew, Grimsby, uh, Tranmere, uh, but I'm away for Bradford and Mansfield, so I'm obviously going to be wrong, and it's going to be nine points from the twelve. I mean, it it, it could be worse because I've just realised I've got my t-shirt on the wrong way. So, <laughs> crack on. Awkward. Nobody noticed, Nick. Utter professional. No really, really awkward. In the comments, Nick said Pete Wilde's a knob. Pete Wilde, I, I asked him about the fist pumping because I was like, my, my daughter was a mascot in that game, the season opener last season. And I was like, you ruined, ruined her day. And uh, he said, you know what, the fist bumping, it's just from sheer relief because we never, like, it, it might be our last win for however long. It's just sheer relief that we've got through another game and won and I've probably got a job. And I was like, so don't mind the fist bumping anymore. And I'd be the same. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the same when I win a game on Football Manager. So <laughs> imagine, that's exactly what I'm like. I'll tell, I'll tell you what, like, I am... Um, my first first season in the Premier League with County, we had uh, City at home on the last day. Need, needed, uh, we were still in the relegation dogfight. Luckily, results went away, but we beat City 2-1 late on. It was just a wonderful moment. Like, two o'clock this morning, I was like, 
What's like fist pumping <laughs> around the bedroom? Oh, what a moment that was! Yeah, that might that might form the basis of a live show though late, later in the season. A little uh, <laughs> for the three people who who care about that. Um, yeah, I I do I do like Pete, Pete Wild, even though he does look like he's got a baby's head on the adult on mm. the adult shoulders. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I I like him. He, he seems and having watched your interview with him as well, I think yeah, good egg, really yeah, good egg. He's a nice bloke. Nice I, like, I like managers who are, who are good eggs. I think, I think that's mm-hmm. uh, any manager that's not bald with a goatee. That's that's what I'm all about. Sick of them, the bloody everywhere. Manager waggy, you're not a manager yet. <laughs> <laughs> Told you to turn the, the Plymouth top down. <laughs> Did you do so, so, I've, like... I've sent the CV in from football manager. <laughs> <laughs> But who was it? Bromley, wasn't it? They were offering a job to someone with... Uh, data the, analyst. Like, yeah. yeah. Data analyst. Yeah. That's what I'm hanging on for. That's, that's, that's what I'm hanging on for. I'm wondering how... Of all, of all the players I've signed on my way up to the Premier League, I'm wondering how many of them will will sign on our way up there. <laughs> that's, that's, I always like it. I always like it when that happens. When when we sign a player I've had on Football Manager, and I feel like I can speak with authority. I was like, oh, he's, he's great in the dressing room. He's just just a great <laughs> lad to have in the building. Just really, really good lad. He comes from a great family. He's worked hard to be where he's like Nick. You've not met him. <laughs> Get him to yourself. This is why monitors drop on your head. Do you put a shirt and tie on and a jacket on when you do your, uh, what was it, after-game interviews? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love how you can, because you can skip the press conferences. It's like all yeah. all those years of people playing football manager and wanting press conferences, like doing press conferences sat on the toilet and stuff like that. Not that I've ever done that, <laughs> that'd be weird. Um, but, and then they put press conferences in the game. And then everyone skips them. Just waiting for him. Yeah. I've never played yeah. football I manager. I think it'd ruin don't, my life. Don't do it. It'll be your life. It's ruined mine. It. It's a brilliant game to waste time. Yeah, I don't have time to waste, so I'm just staying away from it. You're saying that, you've just gone oh. through 25 years worth of league fixtures to find. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but that you're to football manager. <laughs> yeah, but I love a stat, and I can't even remember what, what, what I was doing or why I was doing it, but it was clearly so that we had some kind of superiority thing. Because it started off with um, wanting to get more than six because that was Wrexham Morecambe this season. So we'd we'd done the five over Wrexham and then Wrexham did six over Morecambe. So Dave Spencer was saying, right, I want eight. I was like, no, just seven. Seven's plenty. That gives us this season's record. And then eight. So then I was just trying to find out what when the last time, but I can't remember what I was doing. I'm sure the Strictly final was on or something equally as exciting. That'll, that'll be it, yeah. Yeah. Go Ellie. Very, very, I was delighted for her. I mean, it was already a great day on Saturday. And then to get home and see... Uh, I mean, if anyone if anyone pops up in the comments now and says, whoa, I've not watched it yet, I'm going to go around the house and beat them to death. Because if, if it's that important it to you, you would have watched it. I, I mean, well, I didn't Ellie. watch it. I just know it was on. Yeah. No, oh, I right. Okay. I, watched, I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, yeah, oh, there we go. Right, all right. I'll, I'll, well, we'd have just open your Christmas present for you, for you there, Waggy. <laughs> no, awful, awful. Sophie was watching it. Um, if yeah. you had to buy, I'll let you go first, Hannah. 
If you had to buy any member of the current county squad a Christmas present, who would it be and what would it be? Up to a value of, say, 50 English pounds sterling. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'd buy Odin Bailey a welcome to Stockport County, your new home one of those shitty like signs like home is where the heart is or something like that yeah it love. Be 50, but you know yeah live life love at, at edgley park hashtag hatters yeah a, a bespoke Fun. one <laughs> well we can maybe come together we'll, we'll, we'll see how the subscriber cash is going how about you waggy who, who, who would you buy for and what would you buy them i'd buy southam hales and mr blobby suits to try and protect him <laughs> we've downgraded him after you said he was made out of pringles hannah we we we've been upgrading him he went to uh mccoy's and then he was a hobnob but he's back down to uh, mccoy's now well yeah i, I, I don't well I, I saw a mr blobby suit on ebay the other week and it was like i wasn't looking someone sent me the link i wasn't like i need to get a mr blobby yeah. suit desperately uh it was 44 44.99 it was there you go, so you could get him it. get him that and then get I'll him like 501 penny sweets i'll put him for that <laughs> yeah you just know i'm gonna end up end up wearing it though that's the thing <laughs> that's, that's a nice little feature that's we, we can only use that once a year what would you what would you what would you buy nick and who for oh i'd i'd buy ben ben hinchliffe some fake tan for the other arm because obviously with the with the lorry, I like only get in. Oh come on! Are you trying to be a BBC commentator? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you we know we used to be a lorry driver. We, we had that in the red <laughs> last week. <laughs> Jamie Vardy used to be non-league. Dave Whelan broke his leg at Wembley. Ooh, assorted platitudes that no one cares about. That's <laughs> on from from that little impromptu new yearly feature. I'll make a note of that. We'll we'll do that again next year. It's good that. Um, <laughs> on to the other old favourite feature. It, it, oh, we've got a jingle for it, haven't we? We've got that jingle that I absolutely detest. Let's do it. Get in the resers. Get in the resers. Get in the resers. Get in the resers. Get in resers. My voice is so much deeper than I realise when I hear that. <laughs> like, oh. Right, Waggy, you're up first. What's in the resers this week? Is it is it county or football related or is it not? It's county or football related, yes. I'm not Ooh, gonna miss one. Until it's Christmas. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy it's Christmas, so not the normal miserable bastard. So M sixty two still shit, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> the what commentators having to comment having to commentate or having to say apologies if you heard any abusive or foul language there. <laughs> Why do you need to apologise? You know, it's just been picked up by the mics. You're in a football stadium. They're going to pick it up if somebody comes close enough and says, fuck off. So why do you... There were some great ones last Wednesday. <laughs> there were some fantastic ones then. I was loving it. So, yeah. So commentators having to say, oh, sorry if you heard any, any foul language there. No. Why? Are we really... Does... does, does the normal people not hear swearing every single day. 
Yes, it, yes correct. It might be, to be boring, it might be broadcasting standards and watershed related. I don't know. But it's just been picked Ooh. up. It's like, yeah. No. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. It's just it's crap. So that's going in the resins. No, completely fair, completely fair. I um to, to to add on to that as well, I I watched I watched a dodgy stream, which I wouldn't recommend. Don't don't go watch no, a dodgy no, stream, guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. Pay pay Sky your money. God. Yeah, just give give Sky your money and ask no questions and get bent over yeah. by him. So I was watching Brentford against Villa at the weekend and there was a point where the villa keeper Martinez got into a bit of a bit of a to-do with a a Brentford player, and he actually went to pick him up, like with his hands, and went to pick him up off the floor, and just grabbed him by the front of the shirt. And his shirt was on the right way, though, so it was fine. You could tell what it was. And he went. To, I mean, it looked funny because he couldn't get a grip on him with his gloves, which you'd think would be the exact point of him. But then the, the commentator on the stream I was watching said, "Oh, that's not what you want to see, is it?" Like, yes, it is. Yes, it really is what I want to see. Same, same when there's like any players fighting or, or scrapping or anything. It's like, oh, you don't want to see that. It's like, yes, yes, I, I absolutely do. Yeah, I, I, I think we can all agree that that can definitely go in the resus. Yeah. And can I just do the... I should just, just do the standard response of, oh, well, it's a shame the BBC don't care care about paedophiles as much as they care about foul language, because that's what that's the type of thing people say. That's that's, that uh, that's standard now when you know about the BBC. Your audio just self uh, edited out the word <laughs> paedophile, so it sounded like but that. Um, <laughs> it was like no. censored. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Oh, I got yours didn't. <laughs> oh God! Thank, thank, God thank God, no one said it again. <laughs> Well, Hannah, what are you dumping in those resins? I'm dumping in the resins uh, silly clothing-related superstitions. So this came about because of my very limited edition Stockport County Christmas jumper, 22-23 season, and I wore it against Aldershot. And normally, if we lose, I will then wear something else. So I had the home shirt on underneath. And then, but because it's a Christmas jumper, I was like, well, I've got to wear it. I can't not wear it on. So I've got a limited number of opportunities to wear it. So we wore the same thing. We won 8 0. So clearly, it's all just bollocks. I've been dicking about <laughs> with clothes and shirt combinations for years. And there was, there was no point. But obviously, now I will have to wear a Christmas jumper, possibly until the end of the season. Until April. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, things <laughs> You know, give it give it six months, and you'll be like, oh, did you see Hannah on the podcast last week? He's like, Han Hannah, don't you mean, oh, you know, Hannah who does, like, the EFL podcast and everything. Oh, yeah, no, Hannah. And then it'll go from that to, oh, you know, Hannah, the weirdo who, like, walks around <laughs> with a jumper all year round. Like... Yeah, by that point, I'll have, like, cut the sleeves off because it's getting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She wears a Christmas gilet. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I could agree. I've never really. I, I went through a phase when I was a kid of like only being able to go to a game if, if my my replica shirt from that season was was. I'd I'd, I'd go mental if I it wasn't washed or anything. I'd be mm -hmm. like, I need I need to wear that. It didn't make it didn't make a difference. It didn't make a difference whatsoever. But I'd, I'd I'd I've got enough I've got enough issues in my life without add, adding in 
what I'm wearing to the to the football. So, yeah. yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I'm fully on board. That's in the reserves. I I mentioned it. I mentioned it before. Um, people who respond to tweets about best elevens that are purely stats based and be saying, well, why isn't this player in? Why isn't that player in? It's like, because it's based on the stats. You can go on and look at where they come from. You can, you can look at how, oh, my hair's gone a bit like Betty Boop there. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Your voice went a bit like Betty Boop as well there. <laughs> yeah. It's going to break one day. Can't wait. Can't wait to be a big boy, Waggy. Oh, no, God. Also, with those um, those stats stats based um, charts and the the, the the who scored one, and there's another one. You often see goalkeepers like Hinchliffe on Saturday, who have done nothing all game, but because they kept a clean sheet and the deficit has been hard. Like there's the, the I, I really want to met, like interrogate the algorithm of it and work out how it how it does it. I think a couple of weeks ago, a Quanqua at Wrexham, it was, I think they'd won 2-0. I think he'd made, he'd maybe made some saves, but, it, you know, that was, he was just must have been better than the other goalkeepers or maybe he was the yeah. only keeper of the clean sheet, I don't know. But, yeah, it's uh, it's too complicated, I think. They're not transparent enough, are they? So, you should just do what Garth Crooks does with his team of the week on the BBC things and just not care about positions. If no goalkeeper has, has scored enough points that week, has got enough good stats that week to get in, just don't have a goalkeeper in because that's exactly what's happened. He, he's gone fully, fully mental. <laughs> when people look at my fan hub, they're like, what is this? And it's just because I go through them like in order, like I don't know, whatever order they're in in fan hub, I'm like, yeah, I'll have a Ben Hinchler and I'll have. Uh, like a Torre and a um and because they're not I think they're, they're oh they're, I guess they're in numerical order aren't they so and you know you know what that's like <laughs> God uh, so, Nick, uh, don't yeah. ever look don't ever look at Hannah's fan hub predictions then you'll go mental no, <laughs> no yeah yeah like people are looking at me like no he plays on the left I'm like I don't care just it's it's not about I don't care it's fine. It's not about you, you should you should post it to Twitter one week just to just to watch the meltdown. It won't just be me. I, I, it would be a Joey Barton type, like stupid women know nothing about football type cauldron of cess, and uh, you know, not in December. Maybe <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in February, just just in time for people on the 30th. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, that's about um oh, oh we've had a uh, we've had a suggestion. Uh, da, da, da. People that wear outdoor hats inside. <laughs> well, I couldn't be asked doing my hair. So And it's I, to it's to hide oh, oh Nick, I was gonna say it's to hide your Will Collar-esque uh full head bandage. No, I didn't, I didn't get time to uh, do that. Yeah, Hood, Mike Hoodie has asked about that. Uh, what happened uh, last week when I went off screen? Did I tell anyone? Have you not talked about it? I mean, the amount of people who came up to me and asked me on Saturday All was right. wonderful. 
I really the felt like me and Russ on Saturday was <laughs> the amount of people who came up to me and said, Oh, Russ and Waggy don't like you much, do they? They were laughing their heads off. <laughs> we, we were, we were to be fair, until we saw the, the aftermath. Yeah, yeah, and I, 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 I a towel covered in blood and glasses that looked like they had like red nail varnish on, <laughs> look like John Lennon's glasses after he got shot. <laughs> Very dramatic. I, I really wish I'd come back on and like just with the blood coming yeah. out of my head. It's just oh yeah, yeah. There's still a bit of it dried on my webcam actually. Oh. I've also got. I'm gonna give it away as a prize at the quiz tomorrow. I found uh, a little little tissue with some of the blood on it there. So if you want, you can cl you can clone me. For all those weeks I'm not on, if we perfect cloning, I have that. Yeah, I found that found that in, in, in the pocket of the of the trousers I was wearing. It's, it's, but yeah, ba basically, uh, the door got opened on me. My, my life hasn't turned out how I wanted it to. So I'm now in a situation at the age of 36 where my dad can open the door on me. Like, well, I'm doing it. It's a good job I didn't have a woman in there. I could have had a woman in there. And, oh, that, that would have been awkward for everyone, particularly her. And yeah, he opened the door and it messed up the cables. You'd have, you'd have topped it if you'd have had a woman in there. Yeah, that's true. Well, chance would be a fine thing. I so so first of all, the monitor came down, the webcam came down and ended up on the floor. And then while I was trying to pick the webcam up, everything else came down. So the corner of the monitor just bang fully like dazed me a bit. And then I kind of went to like touch the area that hurt, and it was just Claret Central. Yeah, the new Burnley podcast. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. And then it was only I, I just I just cleaned it up and put a plaster on it, and it was only through talking to an actual adult in Hannah who said, <laughs> "Yeah, you probably need to go and get it get it glued." And then and then in. Um, in A and E, I went in to see the triage nurse. She asked how I did it. I was like, "Well, actually, I uh, do a, do a podcast and uh, uh, content creator, freelance." And then told her what happened. And then she said, "Oh, what podcast do you do?" I said, "Oh, Stockport County." And then when I finally got called through for for blood tests a few hours later, um, the doctor said, "Oh, I, I, she said you got injured on the Stockport County podcast." And I sat there wondering if it was you or Russ who'd been injured. So he was a, he was a watcher. And then on, yeah, that was good. That was nice. And then I got I got a little bit of uh, celebrity treatment because he's like, "Oh, we won't keep you waiting. We'll we'll get you in and we'll clean." This is like half four in the morning, and they thought I might have to wait for a doctor in the morning. And it's like, "Oh, we'll we'll sort it out for you." And then I got some dirty looks in in A and E because we were just all laughing and joking in the room when we're getting done, like chatting about counter and stuff like that. He's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna have to pick the scab off it to be able to glue it, but don't worry, it won't hurt as much as the older shot game on Wednesday." And oh, how we laugh! <laughs> how we laugh! But if you're listening or watching, Glenn, big ups. It's healing well. Thank you, Glenn. I won't reveal his second name in case of a. In fact, yes, Sydney Exile is right. We should have a clap for the NHS. Save me. Oh yeah, but yeah, we're having a full ten minute silence for him. Yeah. Night. yeah, yeah. Got my captain it's Tom fancy dress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm off to I'm off to walk around my garden for six weeks for him. 
But uh, you, you can tell Stockport's been gentrified because there was only two people in A&E that had police escorts with them. Like, last last time I went, it was like six. Yeah. Time to I think I got seen before them. So, yeah. Good old, go Stockport. Yeah. Right. That just... <laughs> <laughs> my, my tale of woe just about uh that's, that's the show up that's, it's a good job we found the episode title ages ago isn't it um right we will be back next week don't know what day yet don't know who will be doing it but there will be a podcast because we'll have stuff to cover we might even try and get a bradford fan on because i don't think we've ever had a bradford fan on here i can have my liam that is that was going to be my my (laughs) next question (laughs) we'll have your liam yes yes we absolutely yeah but it'll just be me and him rambling for an hour i can't do you know oh no maybe i'll i'll maybe maybe my charlie well yeah i can't imagine anything worse than you liam was in the comments earlier on going on about sharing goals again like i love that clip that was brilliant (laughs) absolutely fantastic yeah yeah, oh, good stuff. It will, good it will stuff. hopefully be a uh, courtyard club call as well, but again, with it being Christmas and stuff, we don't know when we're going to do that. We can, might try and get one out after the Knots game on Saturday if we can find the time between the three of us. Uh, if not, it'll be obviously after Christmas. Absolutely fantastic. Yes, we have got, if you want access to Club Courtyard Club Call, obviously already already stumbling over my words. Um, <laughs> I'm just so excited about tomorrow night. Um, if you want access to Courtyard Club Call and, and other, uh, other subscriber stuff, you can subscribe to our Scaffoldgower fan club on Patreon for the very fair, very reasonable price of £3. When I saw that people had signed up when we first started it earlier this year, I thought we should have done a fiver. Should have done a fiver a month, really. Mm-hmm. But it's th- it's three pounds, and we can't hike it up to a fiver now without adding something extra to justify it. So made a rod for our own backs there. But you get access to that every Monday with Russ Waggy and Dan Culverwell. You also get access to Dave Smith Never Existed, the fourth episode of which is getting recorded Thursday night, and we'll be out. And that one is going to be free to everybody because it's going to take the form of a review of the year. With some nerdy stats and all that sort of stuff, the, the type of stuff you've come to right. expect. Hannah, give your stuff a plug. Uh, well, we we're on we're on Christmas hiatus now, so you can download podcasts yesterday on Spotify. Look for look look sports media. Uh, there's everything from the championship down to the national league. Uh, we have a breakdown every Thursday, so we're having that, and then we're. Next week, I think we're having a, an amalgamation of all of the different games. And I think we're doing, yeah, something between Christmas and, and New Year. But I'll be doing it from America. So that'll be yeah. a novelty. What could yeah, possibly be? trotting podcast to you. Spain, America. Yeah. 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 yeah Spain. I think um, it, when, when it comes to the amalgamation episode, if, if they don't, if the cover art isn't that picture of the three Spider Men pointing at each other. Then I'm gonna have some very stern words. Fuming. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have a word. Although um, we do have to be very careful with copyrighted images. We don't we don't bother with that, Sodom. Yeah. <laughs> if if yeah. they want, they can come and speak to me. That's what that's what happened last week. Just... <laughs> <laughs> initially, thought was, initially thought it was a Virgin engineer coming in. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that just about wraps it up, I think. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us as ever. It's always a pleasure. And you, Aggie, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming. Cheers, thank you. Cheers, thank you indeed. Uh, if we don't see you before Christmas, have a good one, everyone. Just wishing general bonhomie to people there. I am a nice person. Christmas dinner in a cup on Friday night, people. Not a drill. It's back. The overrated Christmas dinner in a cup is back on oh, Friday no, night. Although, the, very, very quickly, the loaded roasties on Saturday were mega. I was almost not upset that I'd surrendered my place in the Hardcastle to you. I had well, I didn't have any food in the hard castle because I had also had loaded roasties. Wow. Sorry. Anyway. Wasted it. Right, we will see you next week, everyone, at some point. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This episode of the Scarf Begala War was written, recorded, and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarfbegalawar.co.uk. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.